Welcome to another edition of the Instant Journeyman Podcast, Whatever Wednesday series. That's where we have guests from all over the map to talk about anything ranging from sports to politics, musicals, food, and even safety, or really whatever we want to talk about. Uh, So please enjoy. This episode is sponsored by Eat Right Foods, the official partner of the Buffalo Bills and Buffalo Sabres. So if you're looking to eat like a professional athlete, or you just want to improve your life by eating cleaner and freeing up time for those things that really matter in life, Eat Right Foods provides a huge assortment of high-quality foods with easy online ordering and kitchen-to-door delivery. Uh, If you're in the Buffalo area, you can do pickup. Or if you are anywhere in the U.S., you can go ahead and order online, where all meals are just $10 each, Shipping to the East Coast is included, and all Midwest and West Coast orders have a flat rate for shipping. Uh, Orders are due every Thursday by noon, and then you get them the following week. Uh, All orders will be shipped out uh, the following Monday, and boom, meals to your door. So check out eatrightfoods.com. All right, and today's guest is a six-time obstacle course racing world champion, four-time obstacle course racing national champion, the 2017 to 2018 undefeated champ for Tough Mudder X, the High Rocks world record holder, the Murph Challenge record holder, and undefeated Steve Austin's Broken Skull Ranch champion for three years running. He's a great friend of mine. And overall badass. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome the one and only Hunter McIntyre. All right, welcome, Hunter. How have you been, man? I'm great. Is this the official welcome? This is this is the official welcome. This is. Uh, oh wow! This is, <laughs> so we're not in a car anymore. No, no, no. This is very am, exciting. Uh, <laughs> oh. oh, wow. Well, I am honored to be here on your radio show. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. It's a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I feel like Borat when he's on the TV is like, am I on? Is the microphone on? I pee over here. <laughs> I'm very excited. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I, uh, I, think, I think my first ever podcast experience was with you. Uh, and we podcasted about uh, the, I want to say it was the Sacramento uh, Spartan race. And oh, when we I went up there and raced uh, and then went to Yosemite yeah. afterwards and you got really upset with me because I ran to the top of the mountain. Yeah, well, okay. So just to give everybody a little little feedback on that is, and, and by the way, did you know it was six years ago yesterday when we went to um, uh the Sacramento Spartan and we did that. And actually we were, we were with, uh, we had dinner at a barbecue joint with, uh, Ben Greenfield, I believe. Good old Ben Greenfield. Good old ben. Back before he became Ben Greenfield fitness. Yeah. Now, <laughs> now you can't, you can't turn a corner without bumping into a Ben Greenfield product. Yeah. Yeah. He's got, he's got quite a few now. Yeah. Good he's, him, he's dude, crushing guys. it. Uh, you know what? When I was a little bit younger and I used to see that shit, I'm like, ah, it's bullshit. Now that I've launched a couple businesses myself, I realize how hard it is and how exciting it is and like how much you want to talk about it, even though you're probably talking about it too much. Good for him, man. 
That's an incredible. Yeah. That's an incredible amount of success. No, I, I agree. I think I think it's amazing what he. I mean, like I said, we 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 sat with him six years ago, and and you introduced me. You're like, yeah, this is Ben. He's uh he's like you know you told me it's like biohacking. He's in a biohacking and shit. And I was like, okay, I didn't know what that was. And then all of a sudden, you know, slowly but surely, like I see him at races and whatnot, and then. All of a sudden, I just saw him on or heard him on Joe Rogan's podcast like a couple weeks or a couple months ago, and then he was on it again, and I was like, "Holy shit, man! Like he he he's done, he's done it, man! He's 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 very very popular nowadays." Yeah, his first episode on there, he talked all about like 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 doing something with like ants and like injecting stuff in his penis, and I think he got like in a fair amount of like trouble with some of his businesses that he was involved with. They like cut him off a couple sponsorship teams, and then. All of a sudden, like he had a little bit of a dip, and then he exploded again. Like, do you remember when Elon Musk got on the Joe Rogan podcast? Yeah, and, and, and just took a blood? puff of weed. Yeah, <laughs> and their company lost the value of four billion dollars over in like like seconds. And yeah. then now it's the biggest, probably top three biggest businesses in the world. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it always that's that's what's going to happen to you, right? You know, it's, uh, things are going to tank a little bit for you, and then because my episode is going to be huge, you're uh, you're going to blow Thank up you. even Thank even you. bigger than you are. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. It, all yes. it does is take you know nothing wrong with that, dude. It takes a couple of trips and stumbles along the way, so you can really feel how great it is to be at the top. That's right. That's right. Now you are, uh, you know. You, you and I have became friends uh, through OCR racing, uh, obstacle course racing. And Who doesn't uh, love it? Uh, I mean, I was I was oh, fully like head to toe Spartan. Um, uh, Alex used to call me the you know, on the Spartan consumer protein, mm-hmm. and uh, I used to buy everything. But uh, what we met, I don't know if you remember this. The first time we met, we met. You ran a race. Uh, you were on a team, and I want to say it was a superhero scramble, and you ran against um, a bunch of different people. But I think it was you, uh, was it Miguel and and maybe Dave? I don't know. It was like Dave three of you guys. Yeah, and you guys ended up beating uh, Cody's or not Cody uh, Hobie's team, and uh, and then I, I I met you there, and then I really met you, and we started hanging out at City Field that year um, after you won that. We were living the dream back then, dude. We were just lean and mean. Oh. No one married, <laughs> and everybody was just having fun. We'd go to the bar and get just pissed, like, you know, shit is drunk. And then we'd uh, wake up in the morning, work out again. Then we'd go, like, get steak. And then we'd go on an adventure, go up to, like, Vermont or something for the weekend. It was great. And you were living down oh in Miami, God. and you were, like, in New York every other weekend. It was it was, it was was unreal. It was, it, was, it was probably one of the best times of my life where – we legit were just constantly uh, just working out, hanging out. We played hard, but we worked out harder. And, and it was – I was in the best shape of my life because of you and, and, and Alex and, and, and others. Like you guys, you guys pushed me to no ends. And to talk about the, uh, the trip to Sacramento, <laughs> yes, we, we ran a super, which was about eight miles through like mm-hmm. the, the hills and mountains of, of Sacramento. Then we did the, uh, the sprint the next morning and then mm-hmm. we're driving home and we're, you know, I'm like, my IT band is so tight at this point. I'm just like, holy shit. And you're like, let's go hiking. I was like, all right, we'll go hiking. We, <laughs> we go hiking. And what do you do? You start taking off. And I'm like, what the fuck, man? I was like, slow down. We're going to hike. And you're like, yeah, yeah. But I want to get a little run in. I was like, oh my God. So uh, I remember it was now that I think back on it, I'm like, I didn't really need to run. I could have enjoyed that day with you, but you know what? 
shoulda, woulda, coulda. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. I and you know what? It it, it made me better because it it pushed me to you know kind of motivate myself going up the hill and whatnot. So or mountain. It was it was awesome. And to to see the sights that we saw, holy shit, man! I know, dude. dude. The view of Half Dome was insane. It was, Tell me it about was your life, dude. I haven't seen you in probably five years, and since then you've become married. You moved to Buffalo. You had people living in your house in Miami. You couldn't kick out. Yeah, yeah. It was. Uh, it was. <laughs> it was. It was. Uh, it's. It's been a whirlwind. Um, yeah. You. You moved out. I don't know. I forget. Out of Miami. You moved out quite a while ago. Uh, and then, um, I've, you know, I've met a girl, and uh, we we hung out and started dating. Did long distance, and we. Uh, she lived in upstate New York, and I lived in Miami. We did long distance for about three years, three and a half, and then. Got engaged, and then uh, I, I I had tenants in there, and they sucked. And then now I uh, I have a tenant in there, and she's awesome. Uh, but for the most part, it's just uh, I'm I'm living the the stepdad life, you know. I, I take the boys to all their sporting events. Saturdays football. Um, up until the last weekend of September, I was I was at baseball six to seven days a week. It was crazy. Um, but it's fun. I'm, I'm still getting to work out. I'm still getting to do things, you know, that I want to do, but just not on a grand scale. Uh, but I, uh, I, I want to tell you, I'm going to do an instant journey, man. Uh, you know, trip. We're going to do uh, a trip in, we're going to rent a cabin and we're going to do like some like rent ATVs and do shit like that. Uh, and then I, I will, that's, uh, Jim and I are going to plan that. Um, Jim's in it. So if you're, if you're in, uh, I, I would love to see that. Jimbo. Yeah. I'd love to see Jim. I'd love to see you. Are you. I mean, I'm always looking for cabin experiences. I've actually decided this last year that I was just going to start picking up like big treks. So for New Year's, I hiked um, for three days on the Appalachian Trail. And right after um, Memorial Day, when I did that Murph project, I went to California and I hiked the PCT for seven days and did 100 miles. That was fun. So like, I'm just picking up like big outdoor excursions and I'm getting much more into being outdoors again. Like I used to be really into outdoors. Then I got into CrossFit. I stopped going outside for two years and now I'm like, holy crap. I cannot believe that I wasted my life inside of a gym for that long. Like I need to get back outside. So now I got like a big four by four truck and I am constantly. I love it. I saw it. I saw, I saw it on Instagram. It's an awesome truck. How bitching is that thing? It's awesome. Yeah, so you push it over. So so real quick, you 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 skipped over quite a few things. You I mean you were kicking ass in the obstacle course world, and then you said I want to I want to you know lift heavy things and do you know cool shit, and you started going into the CrossFit world. You, yeah, I just had a I had a moment in my head where I was like, what what if I stayed and did this thing for the next ten years, five years even, and I let's say I. I won the majority of my races, won a world title every single year, which I had gotten to the point where I was winning a world title every year or championship that was, you know, equated to a world title every year. And I was like, what if I look back on this? And I said to myself, I was like, well, you did the same thing over and over again. You got really good at it. So good that no one could beat you. Like, would that really test who you were? So I was like, Hunter, like, just try to rebuild yourself completely and see if you can go and compete and in a world where people, where like where people say that they're better than you, 
And I kept on competing against these CrossFit guys, and I would always beat them at what we did, even as close as we got, which was TMX, which basically was CrossFit with running, uh, with right. obstacles. And I would crush them in that, and I was like, there's still people were telling me that they were better athletes than me, and I was like, this is fucking bullshit. So I was like, I'm going to go to the CrossFit Games. And I found out there was this rule that was allowing me to get in through a wild card because I was a professional in a different sport who had done very well. And they put this rule in there where they'd invite four people at random. And I just campaigned for it for like a year straight. And they invited me like last minute. And I got to go compete at the games, which was great. But I also wanted to make sure when I showed up there that I wasn't like caught off guard. Because, you know, it doesn't matter. Like you can't really transform your body to be world class at another sport that's that different overnight. Like if you decide to go from playing, let's say, I don't know, playing – uh, being a swimmer to going to play water polo, I guess it would be more close than the association of obstacle course racing into CrossFit. You know what I mean? Right. Or right. saying that you were went from like being a like a 200 meter runner into like a, a 400 meter runner into a 400 meter hurdle runner. That's much more close. But if the the chain the gap that I was trying to close was very very different and very broad. So. Um, I started training a lot for that, and um, you obviously saw me go to compete at the games, which is a really cool experience. And um, by the time I got done with everything, I just was like, I don't really feel like I spent my time wisely, and I really kind of filled my soul with the, the ways that I wanted to spend my time. So I ended up transitioning out. No, I mean, I, I just thought I thought it was awesome that you you got that opportunity, and I mean, I think I think you did you did great considering, you know. So yeah, I, yeah. That was, that, was, that was a fun thing to watch. It's unfortunate because, like, the CrossFit Games just finished today, and these guys went there and they got to compete the whole weekend. I had built my mind and my training around competing for a whole weekend, and the week year that I showed up, they changed the whole design of the sport and created it with cuts. So if you didn't come top fifty percent in every single workout that you were in, basically, especially in the beginning, you'd get cut from the the, the event. So um, my shortcomings definitely showed that day. But um, obviously, I got to kick some ass. I got to kick, kick a, beat, beat up some of the best athletes in the entire world, at least at CrossFit. And now that I'm back outside, like I just competed at the Spartan Games this weekend, and I'm getting more opportunities to compete against these guys outside of the games. And it's, it feels good to be back in that position where my muscles are pumping and, and I'm, I'm looking good again, and at least in my world. I, I think I think I think it's so cool that there's a lot of now crossover athletes. You know when. When, when you were running it full time, you know, the Spartan races and, and, and Tough Mudders and whatnot, there weren't a lot of uh, CrossFitters coming over. It was just more like runners that are trying to adapt and, and, and do like the heavy lifting and shit like that. But then now you're finding a lot of CrossFitters, you know, transition over, which I think is pretty neat. Um, yeah. I, are you, do you think, do you think that they're going to, uh, you know, kind of take over or do you still think that the runners have more of an edge? No, I mean, it's too far out of their category. I mean, they're always going to come in and do things that are really talented, but it's just like, it's it's impossible for them to close the gap on us with the amount of running that's done. Like I went and competed this weekend and I can't really explain the results when I was at the Spartan Games, but I'll just tell you, like when it came to the running events, the runners who had been running for a long time really showed their abilities. And when it came to the strength, the strength athletes really showed their abilities and then the middle ground in between, it's like the person who was had less weaknesses than the other guy. You know what I mean? 
And I, right, I've, been right. around, I've been around the best runners in the world, like world record holders, world champions. I've been around the best lifters in the world, world record holders, world champions. And it's just like I've trained with, you know, uh, I've trained with Martins, uh, who won World Strongest Man in 2019. And it's like he couldn't get up to the top of the hill without having a heart attack, but he put a thousand pounds on his back on my yoke and he ran, sprinted with it. Like oh, 50 Jesus. feet. Like, yeah in my backyard <laughs> and then the this guy jim wamsley who's set the record for western states 100 which is probably the the toughest and fastest 100 miler in the world he's the number one guy in the world right now he was in my backyard and i put two plates that's 90 pounds on top of a, a, a sled that weighed maybe 25 pounds and i had him drag it and he could barely move it so i'm just saying like you get what I'm trying to say? Like the difference between those yeah. two guys, same yeah, body. Absolutely. Not same body. I mean, same distance and yep. drastically different weights. And, and they couldn't, they're completely different people. And then having one walker even jog up to the top of the hill, the other guy almost died. So it's, um, it's pretty interesting. Like I'm very lucky to say that I've trained with the best athletes in the world in every category. Like I just bumped into Laird Hamilton at the grocery store and I've worked out with him at his house a fair amount of times. And he's the big, big, best big wave surfer in the entire world. And he's like 50-something. And he's going flying to France tomorrow to go surf the biggest waves of the year. And like I get to learn from him. And then I get to learn from this person. So that's why I kind of I left OCR to go explore and put myself to the test. Like if Laird called me and said, we have 60 waves tomorrow, I would reluctantly say yes. And I would go put a wetsuit on and <laughs> probably put on. <laughs> Um, one of those big inflatable jacket things and pray that I didn't drown. <laughs> no, I mean, I, I think that that's really an awesome thing that you're doing is like you're, 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 you're exploring all the different avenues and it's, I mean, I'm not patting you on the back, but it's, it's pretty impressive that you hold your own no matter where you go, no matter what arena. So I, I fucking love that. Like it's, it's so cool just to, you know, like, knowing you working out with you and, and, and things like that. It's, it's so cool to be like, Holy shit, man, this dude, you know, I remember when, when he was, you know, we were stretching out and, you know, in, in, in a hotel room and, and you were like, Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. we're going to go run this race. And then we run it. And now, you know, you're on the CrossFit games, you're, you know, training with all these people. I, I loved it. And I, I mean, I, I miss, I miss what, what show were you at? Boundless, right? That was great. I got the ass beating of a lifetime. I I miss it because that was such like that's the the type of experiences that I would love to do. I would love to go ahead and and just be like, holy shit, you know, like we're gonna go do this race, you know, and you, what you did, what is the was the paddleboard race or what what race was it that you went, um, and it was like freezing cold. I'm oh, Greenland. 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 Yes. Yes. I mean. Uh, just the adventures that you've had uh, it's you've you've had more adventures in your you know lifetime than most people ever have you know you know you i, mean, I should say in in like a few years than most people have in a lifetime so it's just, well, just really awesome I, I love it that's my damn goal dude i mean i'll tell you right now i would have traveled to half a dozen different countries um and i'm not talking about countries that are like right next to each other like connecticut and rhode island i'm talking about like the four corners of the world I was supposed to be competing in all of them this year and COVID shut that down. So now I'm just back up in Malibu on top of the mountain. That's why I was able to have the focus and the opportunity to take my money and, and energy and put it towards OCR stars, take my money and my energy and put it towards 
a new business that I have with my training company. And it's been totally different me this year. Usually, dude, you would just be watching me pound weights and run mountains, which I'm still doing now, but it's more of like the way that you're fitnessing. Like you just wake up in the morning, you get workout done, and then you go to work. And then if you get another opportunity to go jogging or play basketball with your kids or something, that's the kind of shit that I'm doing right now. Um, Yeah. And it's a totally different world. And like I'm just as passionate about it. It's pretty fun. Now, give us give us a little background on OCR stars. I I, I told you, I, you know, Jim and Melissa and I are gonna are gonna you know take part of the co-ed. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna win it probably. I'm, I'm kidding. Obviously, <laughs> I'm kidding. Obviously, <laughs> um, but what uh, what what made you you know other than you know COVID happening and all that? What made you decide to you know go this route? Uh, you know, you and I in the pre-talk we we, we chatted a little bit about it, but I, I kind of like. I liked your answer with this. So, so what, what did you, what made you say like, all right, you know what? I'm going to start OCR stars because when I, when I, when I saw it initially, I was like, Oh, hunt somebody, somebody's, you know, going to go ahead and use Hunter to go ahead and, uh, and, and start up this, this new race. I was like, he's always, you know, the quote unquote show pony. And then when I looked deeper, I was like, Holy shit, this is Hunter's, this is Hunter's baby. I was like, what, what, like, <laughs> Holy shit. So then, so then I was like, well, I'm definitely signed up for it now. I got to yeah. support them. Right. So my, my, my question is, what, what made you, what, what made you pull the trigger and do this? Well, I mean, it was pretty interesting. Like the entirety of the year was just the, the theme of the year was almost, it was the word no or canceled, at least in my world. Like I was getting ready to go to a race and Hey, it's canceled. Hey Hunter, like I'm trying to go over to Europe for a project. No, you can't come here. Um, Hey Hunter, like we've sponsored you for five years and we love you so much, but like our, our business can't afford to have athletes right now. Boom. You're canceled. And I'm like, Oh my God. I was like, this is fucking crazy. And I was thinking to myself, it's like, if, if I'm getting, if I'm getting shut down by so many people, then it means that, I mean, people down the totem pole are getting the calls before I am. And I was like, people's people livelihood and are getting crushed and people's passions are being completely just snuffed out. Um, like it just is insane. And like, this is a totally off, off like color story. But the other day I was running with a guy and he randomly um, ended up at Seal's house, the singer's house. And this, the, he like went in and he needed a bottle of water and Seal walked out. He's like, please, I'm so thirsty. And Seal walked out and he brings the guy in and starts talking to him. He's like, yeah, I never really like, I picked up road cycling during COVID because um, like I would have lost my mind if I didn't have something passionate to focus on. And like, and like drive myself and get out of the house and be able to work on like work through my emotions through exercise. And I was like, when that, when he told me the story, I was like, yeah, that's what I use it for. And that's what all my friends use it for. It's like people use this stuff to like get things out of their system and feel like they've accomplished something or work something out. And I was like, this is fucking nuts. Like the whole world is getting shut down and people are losing their jobs. And I was like, I can't let this happen anymore. Like I'm getting calls from my bosses or like Spartan race or, and they're all saying no. I was like, I'm going to create an opportunity where people can say yes. I was like, I'm, I've got enough money in my bank account where I could take some of the money that I've been given by these companies and I can go put it back towards the people. And I'm going to start an event and I'm going to give people a reason to train hard again. I'm going to give people a reason to come back together and compete again. I'm going to give people a reason to say that they did something this year rather than just had to wait and wait to just get the phone call that they could come back to it. And, you know, a virtual event, even though there's so many out there, it's like, it's an opportunity. I think a lot of people look at it like, oh, that's nothing. I'm like, dude, it's something. 
Like I, right. I, I, I'm so amazed. Like I can't even begin to tell you how the value of racing has come back into my life. And I, it means everything to me. Like before I used to just take it for granted that people used to call me and offer to fly me out to places and then pay me cash if I won or pay me cash if I didn't even win to show up. And it was just like, it was a job. It was like showing up to work nine to five. But now I'm like, I went through my closet the other day and I went and saw all my medals. And I was like, dude, these are the, my, these are my most valuable stories in my entire life. They, they created me, they shaped me who, who I am today. So I hung up on the wall and I was like, dude, this means so much to me. And I was like, this is exactly why I created this race. Cause I was having a down day and I was just like, I can't do any more work. All I do is just call people and sponsors and ask them to help support me and what I'm trying to do. And I got so exhausted. I was like, you know what? I'm going to redo my whole house. I'm going to clean it out. And I found those medals and I was like, fuck it, dude. I was like, after you're done hanging up these medals, you're going to go right back to work because that's exactly why you started this thing. It's these medals right here. So, you know, I created this event not only to help raise money and help fund athletes who um, fund athletes who had lost their jobs, but also we've been hiring some people to help assist our company and pay them a little salary to help bring on gyms or help design our website. And like, we're just giving people jobs who've lost them. And like we're the, our staff for filming is a guy who's very involved in OCR. He's full-time staff for us now. Our judge, he's helped coach me for OCR events and has his own businesses and he's his own gym. Like he lost a ton of stuff. So I hired him on, like we're building back up the community again with the funds that we have and the money that we've been taking in from sponsors or the money we've been taking in from signups and built this company from the ground up. And, you know, by the end of it, like it was my goal to get to 10,000 athletes, which we're going to be nowhere near close to be honest. Um, because if we had hit that, we would have broken a record for the most money ever given away by an obstacle course event. So like my, my goals from the start was to get this thing up off the ground and break records and change people's lives. And like, I know Joe DeSena's like, get 10 million people off the couch and change people's lives. And like, I agree, like, I'm sure that's still his motto. But for me, it's like almost every single person I've gotten to sign up for this thing. It's like, I've called them practically personally. Like I call all the gyms and called them and brought them on. Um, and I called them afterwards once they were already on and I thanked them. I called all the athletes. I would DM people I've never even met before and said, hey, I saw your Instagram. It's really cool. I think if you love doing the stuff that you're doing, I think you'd be a great fit for what we're doing. You should check it out. I just cold called a woman the other day who was like a, a, you know, a champion road runner, and she came to a Spartan Race Trail Championship, and she won it. I found her, and I've never even met her before, and I just DM'd her the other day, and I was like, I think you'd be a great fit for what we're doing. Um, you should look it up. One, you could make some great money. And I think you'd inspire a lot of people if you came out and did one of our pro shows. So she's now going to run for us in, in our road races and not our mile, but she'll run the, the six mile road race. So um, it's pretty freaking cool, dude. Like uh, so many people have come together, athletes from around the world, gyms from around the world, incredible sponsors like Pure Spectrum CBD has been sponsoring me for over a year and they've supported me like in, in such an incredible way. They always put money into my projects without me even trying to fully explain it. They're like, Hunter, if you're involved, then we're involved. Like it's incredible. And that's like, cool. that's, one, that's that, really that's cool. the only that's the only sponsor I have left. And they put they doubled, they gave me more money than they ever had before. And I was like, holy shit, this is crazy. So uh, it's been a very exciting process. And I'll say laborious to say the least. It's like digging a hold of China every day. <laughs> now when you I, I you know when 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 you're gonna start it starts what, next week right yeah november 2nd i've got one more monday left and we have signups all the way until november 6th so 
If you guys have listened to this and you haven't signed up yet, get your ass to the freaking shopping cart. I'm definitely where where can they where can they go ahead and sign up? Just uh OCRstars.com, right? If if you went to my Instagram, you could find it easily or OCRstars.com is super easy. Yeah. All right. I I I'll make sure I, I, I repost all that because I, I I'm, I'm telling you, I'm I'm gonna actually. I, I told you already. I'm I'm trying to go ahead and see if I can join a second team where I'm gonna. I have a buddy of mine around here and uh, my future brother-in-law. Uh, I, I want to get the three of us on an all-male team and do it because I think I think it's just a great way to to you know get out there and do an event. Uh, I was just you know watching football uh, last week and I. My podcast, we, we, we're holding a, a Sober October Challenge. And maybe next year you'll get into it. I mean, you'll fucking crush it. But uh, last year we did how many miles biking, rowing, or running. You know, rowing and, and, and biking were weighted differently than running. But then this year I, uh, I did Sober October Challenge and we did how many reps you can get in. So it's, it's either burpees pull-ups, push-ups, squats, or sit-ups. And I mean, it's, it's a lot of fun. I have between sober October and sober ish because, uh, my gracious sponsor, uh, uh, SaberCon <laughs> is Jim. He, uh, he, he, he said, I need to have beers on the weekend. I, my, my job is too stressful this year. I'm, I'm losing money. You know, I, I need to have drinks on the weekend. I said, all right, we'll, we'll do a okay, sober October. How could he be losing money? laying cement dude that's probably the biggest time ever dude people are building houses like crazy well because covid so people are are, are hesitant to let them in so like and and he does and he does florida, florida is the craziest state in the <laughs> he does he does concrete restoration for commercials so a lot of that has um you know subsided right now especially with the election coming up because you know election years is, is usually a bad year for him uh so he he said he said I'm gonna I'm gonna do sober October or sober ish October so he can drink on the weekend. I said sure. If you're buying the the, the championship belts, that sounds good. So I, I I open it up and between the two, I have uh, I think it's almost 18 people you know that are participating in it. And uh, that's awesome, it's, it's been man. a lot of fun. Yeah, it's it's been a lot of fun. So I, a, a couple of my friends that are in it, they're like, what are we gonna do next week or next month? Like, what's what's gonna what are we gonna be working towards? And I was like, I don't know. And then when I saw this, I was like, shit, I should get these guys to sign up for OCR Star. So I, uh, I, I, I'm going to promise you, go. you uh, we're gonna, you're going to have another, another, uh, you know, three, uh, another team, I should say, sign up while, uh, while this week. Amigos. Dude, if yeah. I are you, if, if you can't for some reason, I don't, I've never really run into the idea of people signing up for two teams. But if anything, my suggestion would be this, just submit your information with a different email. Okay. All right. That'd yeah, be it. If for some reason you'd have to sign up with a different email, I'll just go about it like that because that'd be the only way that like I can imagine. Like I'm not gonna go out of my way to be like, these guys are making two teams, they're changers. But uh <laughs> and just in case the system catches you, I would sign up with yeah. different emails. That's awesome. I'm I'm pumped for you guys. I haven't done a sober I haven't been sober in a while. I wouldn't say I drink very much, like I don't get fucked up anymore. I, even though I love right. to get fucked up. Like if you and I met up right now and it was like we hadn't seen each other in a while, I'd probably blast get... back 15, 15, 20 beers. Easy. Yeah. 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 And, but there's no one really to do that with right now. And like, I'm not going to lie. I'm so busy. Like I can't even, 
I can't even think about the idea of getting fucked up because I think about the stress that comes with it the next day. So, right. Um, yeah. So I, I don't know. I, I would love to, cr- I, I love, I'd love to do a sober month with you. Mm, maybe I can start at January 1st or something. Yeah. I mean, we, I, I, I'm, I, I just do it because of, I, I've seen sober October and, and people post about it. So I was like, I'm going to do a challenge, you know, to promote the podcast and I'm going to do it every year. But if you want to do another month sober and you want to maybe do like, you know, whatever, I, 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 I'm up for it. I'm, I'm, I'm totally yeah. in for it. But when you know we really want to get into, yeah. Oh, I really want to get into like gigantic fitness excursions. Like remember the shit that Alex used to put on with like those like 24 hour, like stupid obstacle things. Like, yes, I used to think that I used to think that was so stupid, but now I'm like, I kind of want to do something like that. Just like my homies, like four, <laughs> four of us. And be like, in 24 hours, we're going to see how many meters that we can row. We're just going to see. I'm totally in. Dude, we can just sit down with a six pack of beer every hour on the hour and just put on action movies and just fucking crush the rower. Like just switch every hour or something like that. And that way you get three hours of rest, one hour rowing. And then you'll end up rowing six hours. But that's pretty fucking sweet. Yeah. Dude, I, I don't know. I don't know if you saw this, but I like two years ago. Um, I started doing uh, the million million mile row challenge where I was going to row a million miles in one year on the rower. And Did you I, do it? I the, the well, so listen to this. So the first month I was at a hundred and a uh, hundred and like thirty thousand miles or thirty thousand meters. And I was like, this is going to be awesome, and I was crushing it. So then the next month I started off really strong at the beginning, and then I ran a fifty mile uh, ultra marathon. It wrecked uh, you. Not, I, I, and I didn't, I didn't run since the November before I just signed up. I was like, listen to David Goggins book. And I was like, I was like, I can fucking do this. You know? So then I was like, I was like, yeah, fuck this. I'm doing it. And then all of a sudden I, I like my, I had, I, I developed a Baker cyst behind my right knee and it was like painful for me to like run it was painful for me to bend it and i was laid up for a while and then you know fast forward like two months later you know i'm getting ready for my my wedding and whatnot so it was uh it was it was uh it was it was it it fell short but my buddy gary he continued to do it and he finished a million meters in uh eight months i think wow did he get any fitter because i was thinking about that i was like if you do that, did you feel like after doing a month of rowing like that, did you feel better or were you just like, I row a lot more? <laughs> I row a lot more, but my cardio was off the charts. Really? The cardio. Oh my God, dude. I was, I, I felt great. I felt great. I really did. I felt like I did, could take on the did world. Did your body, did you look leaner or stronger? I was, I was, you know what? I filled out a little bit. Like my back definitely was more defined and I, I mean, my buddy definitely got leaner. I don't know if it was due to that, but he got a lot leaner. Like he always used to be like big, but then he, you know, he would have just like a little bit, you know, to pinch. But after that, he was, he was pretty fucking fit. And I was like, dude, that's awesome. You know, you so should, I, you I, should I pull an Alex Nicholas. You should get in really, really good shape and then be like, you know what? I'm in such good shape. I should try to set a ridiculous world record and then swing <laughs> kettlebells for 24 hours and then blow your back out forever. And then um, yeah, you at least can live with those scars and know that you're a hero. <laughs> yeah, you know what? You know what shit I caught for that? I was like, uh, why did you oh, catch shit? 
because I should have stopped him. Numerous people told me you should have stopped him. I was like, when when was, is was Alex gonna listen to me? <laughs> how, how long was he in bad? How long was he in bad shape for? Oh my god! I mean, he was in the hospital for like two weeks. Like, no, but legit, how long was he in bad shape for during the swings? Oh, I mean, he was in bad shape for probably about like you know eight to ten hours, if not more. Really? You know? Yeah, yeah. Like I was, I was. Like, I was legit like rubbing his back. I was putting like Tiger Bomb on him all the time. You know, he was he was hurting. He was hurting for sure. And, and not for nothing, but he got compartment syndrome. Or uh, was it compartment syndrome or whatever? Where yeah, like, yeah. Just, like that, you do the same exercise over and over and over. It's gonna happen. <laughs> I, I, I the same thing happened to me when I was training for Murph. I kind of gave it to myself um, two weeks out before I set the record. And I, when I actually went for the record, was two three minutes slower on my record setting time than i was in my testing time that's how bad really overtrained myself and messed myself up yeah it was not good so oh my it god kind of, it fucked me up and it was not cool and like I'm, I, I mean it's my own fault like i'm just telling anybody it's when you do those it's not racing it never happens during racing it always happens when you're doing things by yourself and you're just like it's the only person to tell you to slow down is you so you just fucking beat your body to death and you just keep on going and going and going. And the next thing you know, you've torn muscles in your body or you've got rhabdo or something like that. It always ends up happening in the gym, not in competition. Yeah, it's true though. I mean, it's, it's always, it's always leading up to it because you're so like focused. I mean, I, I, I haven't experienced it, but every time I see a buddy of mine, you know, get injured, it's, it's always because they're, 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 preparing too much i mean it's there's there's like you said there's a, such a thing as overtraining yeah i i didn't think of it when i was younger trust me i used to be like you guys you old guys are so stupid and i don't see myself <laughs> as old at all i'm 31 years old um i i just i see myself as just a little bit more susceptible to some of the aches and pains that come from stupidity um, right like i can i get it, it, it it's the same way like when you were a kid you remember when you hit the ground like you just got right back up with your bloody knees and ran back out into the field like now yep. if i tri if i tripped and like hit my knees i would probably be on the ground like crying for like a half hour and then the rest of the week i'd be like oh my knees you, oh. you'd pull you, you'd pull a nancy kerrigan you'd be rolling on the floor <laughs> saying why me why me exactly exactly <laughs> so like that that's that's the kind of shit that's happened to me since i've gotten a little bit older it's so funny how much I bitch and moan these days. My girlfriend always just like makes fun of me constantly because the amount that I complain. I'm like, oh, <laughs> oh, she's like, are you gonna shut up ever? And I'm like, you shut your fucking mouth. I was like, I, I'm vulnerable with you right now, and you're hurting. <laughs> I let my guard down with you. What are you doing? <laughs> I let my guard down, and this is the way you treat my heart. She's, she's the devil. Oh, but that, is everything going well there? You're, you're, you, I, I, I've been seeing posts, or at least where I, I see clips of her. She seems like a I'm very so, nice female. She's a nice girl. I'm sitting on top of her right now, actually. She, uh, she treats me well. She accepts me for who I am, which is a lot. Um, That's great. Do, yeah, it's not. Like, I'm not like a, an axe murderer or anything like that. I just think I'm a lot more energy than most people are used to. So if you're not used to it, then um, it could probably drive you crazy. I've had a couple of girlfriends that have probably, since I've broken up with them, have lived in Looney Bin since. Um, <laughs> but, but I'm pretty lucky, dude. I'm a lucky guy. Um, it's interesting. Like, 
I don't think I've aged at all. I, I still live the life of like a 13 year old kid. Like instead of a skateboard now I have like a fast car or uh, instead of like, you know, $2 in my back pocket that I got left over from lunch, I have a credit card. So like I still live the same exact lifestyle. I'm just a boy with a little bit more opportunity and responsibility behind me. But, um, you know, I, I, I try to bring that same energy into my relationships, my friendships, my business, and it turns out quite well these days. Yeah, I mean, listen, I, I, I think that you, you nailed on the head. You are, you are a lot to handle at, you know, times more so than other people, but you are a blast. Like, I, I, I do miss, I mean, our, our times where, like, I'd come up to, to, to the house, you know, and we'd go for runs, and then you took me, you took me into the Pacific Ocean, and you're like, let's swim, and I'm like, I'm not a very strong swimmer. You're like, you'll be fine. <laughs> we're, going near these, we're going near these houses with rocks. I'm like, I'm like okay, I got this. <laughs> you, uh, what, what, I, what I appreciate with you is you get, I, I get everybody, but you, you usually get me out of my element. And I appreciate that. I thank you for that because I, I can't tell you how many times I was like, I, I think I'm going to die today because of Hunter. And, um, you know, luckily I, I have it, knock on wood. <laughs> See? But, See, you're still but here. It, now you've got a podcast to tell people all these great stories. If you were just vanilla bean, dude, no one would want to hear this fucking podcast. It, exactly, exactly. And, and I'm, I'm, uh, I, I'm just over 1,000 downloads. So I'm, I'm, really? I'm, I'm, I'm up there. Yeah, yeah. Can, I mean, congratulations. Listen, I, I, yeah, thank you. I started, I started from nothing, and I'm, I'm, you know, eight weeks in or nine weeks in. Sorry, nine weeks in. I'm averaging a little over a hundred per, you know, a hundred or something per week, and I think, you know, little by little, I'm, I keep on gaining a few more listeners every week. So I'm, I'm stoked. I'm, I'm really, and and I'm, I'm not, I'm not like again, I'm not patting you on the back, but a little bit of this is due to you and the conversations that you and I had. Um, uh, we were driving from LA to Miami and you and I talked and, and, and we talked about work and all that. And, and you're like, I, I told you I wanted to, to be a, a public speaker. And I said, I wasn't, you know, I don't have that story. Like I didn't overcome drugs. I didn't have a bad family. I didn't have this. I, I didn't grow up poor. You know, I didn't grow up rich by any means, but I was like, I don't have that story. And you're like, Jeremy, who cares? Just tell them your story. And if people like it, they like it. And it was I, I kid you not. It was it was the conversation that you and I had that said like, listen, just do it. And if they if they if it goes somewhere, it goes somewhere. And I was like, all right. And it took me a little while, but I I finally found a, an outlet that I wanted to you know do it on, and uh, it was it was fucking awesome. And and now I'm doing this. And like I said, I'm I don't look to I don't expect anything major to happen with this. But if it takes off, great. If not. I'm at least having fun doing it. And I think I'm learning a lot from, you know, talking to different people on Mondays for our Monday motivation. And I'm having a great time, you know, talking to different people on Wednesdays, like, like I'm talking with you now. Um, so I, I do appreciate you, your advice there. I spent a lot of time with the highest level performers in every industry, just because I track that. And I also seek that meaning like people seek me out because they're high level performers and they want me to come and speak at their, engagement or they hire me for a job or I seek it out because I was like, I want to go. Like I seek out Laird Hamilton because I knew he was the best surfer in the world. And I wanted to go, um, I wanted to go see what he was all about. So I could see if I could just learn something and gain an extra percent. And I, I'd say the best advice that I've, I've given myself and at least I can give to you dudes is passion and consistency will get you exactly where you want to be. 
Like I will tell you that I've wanted to start a podcast of my own for the longest time. And when I when I started to put this thing together and you made me download this little thing, I realized immediately I was like, wow, Jeremy did this on his own. And he didn't like he doesn't have the resources I usually have. Like I probably could call like ten different people. If I posted something on Instagram right now, I was like, I want to start a podcast, ten people would show up at my door with gear and they'll be like, I'll be your audio guy. Oh, and, for sure. <laughs> yeah. And the fact that you did that is the start. So now it's just going to be consistency. So if you stay passionate about the project, all you need to do is be consistent with it. Meaning that every single Monday, do you go, you post on Mondays and Wednesdays? Mondays and Wednesdays. Yep. So dude, all you need to do is that. And I'm telling you do it for a year. And then all of a sudden you're going to be at 10,000 downloads. And then all of a sudden you do it for two years. And now you're at 50,000, 50,000 to a hundred thousand downloads. And then all of a sudden, like, if you think about it, dude, like Joe Rogan, uh, you know, who's a really good uh, person to look at is, uh, go watch, um, what is it? Something naked, uh, with, with Howard Stern. What's his, what's his movie? Um, you know what I'm talking uh, about, Jeremy? Yep. I know exactly what you're talking about. Yep. Howard yeah, exactly. Stern. Yeah. Go, go watch that movie. And then by the time before you uh, record your next podcast, and I guarantee you're going to show up with like ten times more energy, and you'll freaking crush it, dude. No, I, I appreciate it. I, I you you nailed it on the head. You 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 told me you said like you know if if you if you want to do it, you got to make it happen. And I I didn't have the resources. I like I legit just I I googled it. I talked to Alex a little bit because he had a, a podcast for like a hot second. And, and he, you know, he, he shared some insight. He's like, but don't do what I did. Cause he like paid for production and all that. I was like, I'm doing this all by myself. I'll put my own money into it. So I was like, I, I looked up what, what, you know, what app was the greatest for virtual because I can't fly everybody to me or I can't fly to everybody. Yeah. I can't, I can't pull a Joe DeSena and fly out all around the world, you know, interviewing people. So I was like, I, I, I found a couple something. things. I, yeah, that's, you know, that, that's the goal. Like I said, I don't, I don't care if it turns into anything, but I, I just want to, I, I want I want to have fun doing it. I want to learn and I want to put out good content. So I'm, I'm, I'm super stoked, uh, you know, that, that you, uh, you recognize that I, I put in the hard work there, you know, to, to, to even get started. And dude, my um, other suggestion to you would be something really cool that I would be inspired by is you should, every single cool guest that you have on, you should write down notes after you're done with them and do kind of like a, a tools of the Titans. Oh, uh, like, yeah. Like, um, what's his name? Did that, uh, Tim Ferriss, Tim Ferriss. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You should write this all down and you should come up with a PDF that you should give to your listeners for free and say, Hey guys, in case you haven't listened to the episodes, here's five notes from each of my people that I podcasted with this year and you can download it for free. And then you collect their emails and you sell them something and make tons of money. <laughs> dude you're gonna be my you're gonna be my business strategist because that that was that was genius what you just said <laughs> i'm telling you right now dude i'm only gonna charge you about ten thousand dollars an hour but i'm your guy <laughs> so i i know i know you have to get going but uh one one or two other things one i'm, I'm gonna send you a hat uh you're, you just gotta you're gonna wear it right of course I am, dude. I'm, I wear hats all the time. I'm, I'm very supportive of people who ever send me things because I understand that so, it meant, meant something to them to send it. Yeah, for sure. I'm gonna I'm gonna send you a hat. I I have a a, a fresh batch. I'm I'm getting made up, so I'm gonna send you a hat. Um, so I appreciate that. Uh, and then uh, the the other thing is, uh, I'm being serious. We're gonna do uh, so. 
my bachelor party was was awesome. It was in Vegas. I'm gonna we're gonna do another Vegas trip. We're gonna do an instant journey, man. We're gonna do two trips a year. We're gonna do one to Vegas, and we're gonna have a blast. And then we're gonna do one in the woods uh, at a cabin. So I would love for you to be at both, uh, but if not, I would love for you to be at at least one because you I text mean, me, dude. I need some good man adventures. Yes, and 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 even when we go to Vegas, we can still do some fun. Like we can still do some fun adventures out there, hiking and shit like that. So. Uh, I, I'm, I, I miss, I really do miss our, our, our man adventures of just like going on hikes and, and doing crazy shit. And, uh, if you ever want to do a 24 hour challenge, I'm, I'm 100% in, I know that Jim would be a hundred percent in as well. Uh, him and I are always you know t- thinking of things that we can do. So, uh, keep us in mind if you ever want to do that. Uh, and we'll, 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 we'll get something going. Maybe we'll do something for like the month of January. We'll do the rowing thing or something. So, uh, but I, I, I appreciate you taking the time. Uh, I do want to have you back on for a Monday motivation because I love, I love your story. We didn't get into your story on how you became this uber awesome athlete uh, personality. But uh, I, I think that it, was, it would be a fun, fun story to talk to. And that's only a 20 to 30 minute conversation. So we'll, we'll, we'll book that for like next month or something like that. But I, I, I had a great time. I appreciate it. And, uh, I'm going to sign up another team for OCR <laughs> stars. So get ready for go, two man. gold medals coming you're, to me. <laughs> you're my, you're my, you're my best customer so far. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, well, you know, you know that I'm a sucker, right? For, for, for anything my friends do, you, you've seen it with Alex. Like I fucking do anything for you guys. So, so well, you I'm, and I used to own a gym together. I, all I got to do is just find a way to, to scale up the amount of things that I can offer to you. And I guarantee I've got, I've got an investor. Oh yeah, you got an investor. It, 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 listen, it doesn't even have to. It doesn't even have to give me any return. <laughs> that's, that's the greatest thing about it. That's the greatest thing about you, Jimmy. <laughs> right, it's dude, more well, of a donation. Uh, I've been there with you. So, well, dude, it was a real pleasure to record with you, man. Honestly, anybody who's listening to this, it's pretty cool that we've come as far as we have, and now we're both in uh, this position where we're able to share this time. So. Thank you for giving it to me, and I would say I'm very proud of you and everything you've accomplished because it's pretty cool to be able to be a, able to record a podcast on your podcast rather than mine. Yes, agreed. So thank you very much, dude. Love you, buddy. I'll talk to you soon. Love you too. Hugs and kisses. All right. Bye, bud. Bye. Shout out to our sponsors. Uh, new sponsor, Giggy Bank Payment Tracker. Uh, whether you are a dog walker, personal trainer, or anything – um, you can save time tracking your self-employment income, right? If you use spreadsheets, notebooks, or really nothing at all, then GigiBank's for you. You can download today, and your first three clients are free. Uh, it's very easy to use. GigiBank tracks a single balance for each client. Enter gigs to track work done and increase the balance and payments to uh, bring the balance down. It's as simple as that. So uh, check out GigiBank in the app stores. All right, and SaberCon, for all your concrete restoration needs in South Florida, reach out to Jim or Scott at SaberCon. And last but certainly not least, uh, VitFit Keys uh, is one of the best uh, trainers with uh, Melissa. She will get your butt into shape. So thank you all, and have a great week.